Blog Talk Radio. Greetings. This is Queen Diva, and you're listening to Diva's Diamonds by Queen Diva. Welcome to the show. Happy Black History Month. This is actually the last week of June, and Black History Month has been um, really amazing. We've had a really amazing um, musicians, producers, songwriters, uh, performers, entertainers, doing some really great things all over the world. Um, I really enjoyed uh, the BT Awards. Um, I enjoy uh, different people that I find online, on social media, on YouTube, and i um, just really pleased with how um, music is going, how young people are excited and doing their own spin you know, on on music, it's really refreshing. Uh, some of it is very interesting. <laughs> but you know me, I love music. So, um, and I really love all styles. But I really, in particular, about R and B soul music. That is like my my <laughs> favorite. My absolute favorite is R and B soul music. And and of course, I study classical. Um, for those that may may not know, I uh, attended. Uh, Prairie View A&M University is part of the Texas A&M system in Prairie View, Texas, which is 45 miles uh, west of Houston. And I am an alumni and um, alumnae, excuse me. And I was um, a music major. I was a voice major and I minored in and I minored in fashion merchandise and design. And I had an amazing time at HBCU. And and music was it just, and it still is. But when I was in college, it was very much 100% of my life. Every day, seven days a week, all I did was practice and, and work on songs. And and I learned everything from classical to R&B soul to, you know, you name it, I was doing it. And, um, and I remember distinctly while I was in college that I used to listen to uh, my Phyllis Hyman tribute. Um, it was a Phyllis Hyman collection. Was it? No, no. It was a Phyllis Hyman Living on Loan album. And and actually back then, and I'm telling my age, it was a cassette tape. <laughs> and I played that cassette tape until it popped, until it popped. And I listened to every single song over and over and over. And I was just heavily influenced by Phyllis Hyman's voice. I loved her timbre. I loved her richness. I loved her tone. I loved her range. Um, I loved the way she shaped her her vowels and, and consonant. It was just, I was just so in awe of her musicianship. And and it really, you know, listening to her as well as listening to Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey, Shaka Khan, Natalie Cole, um, Tony Braxton, all those vocalists really helped shape me as a vocalist. And so for me, um, but I would say the the strongest, greatest musical influence for me is Phyllis Hyman's music. And with that said, I will be doing a Phyllis Hyman tribute in New York City. I've actually been doing it here in New York City for the last six years. It's something that I've been wanting to do for many, many years, actually since college, when I would listen to the cassette tape and, and really um, listen to all her nuances Phyllis Hyman's voice just really just captivated my attention as a as a musician. And I wanted to do something one day, but I didn't know what. And so just kind of put her on the back burner. 
But it wasn't until 2005 when I was cleaning my room and listening to her, her ultimate collection. And um, by then, I I moved up to CDs. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, but I was listening to a CD at Super Barber on there. Forget it was Fourth of July, two thousand five, and I was cleaning my room. I don't know why, but on Fourth of July, I always seemed to want to clean. And um, and I distinctly remember sweeping the floor and listening to her music. And I was like, Why isn't there a Phyllis Hyman tribute? Why aren't there anyone? You know, why isn't anyone out there really singing songs that um, just you know just captivated us all? And and I just heard a, a, just a whisper inside of me, why don't you do it? And I'm like, me? <laughs> I had no clue at all how to put a show together. I had no clue at all how to do something. And um, and so, strangely enough, when I thought about it in 2005, it's all it was was a thought. And for for a brief moment, and this is when I was in Houston, I thought, well, maybe I could do it in Houston and work with a small theater, like a black um, theater troupe. And I even tried to do it, but it just didn't, you know, I don't know. It just didn't mesh. It didn't click. It didn't flow. And it was just too forced. And and so I just let it go. And so it wasn't until years later, um, this was 2005, so it wasn't until I moved back to New York in 2012 and it came back to me to want to do the show, and I wasn't still didn't know what to do. But all those years, I was learning about Phyllis Hyman through listening to her music and and watching videos and things like that. And then it wasn't until 2013 I said, you know what? Let me see what I can do. And I sang at a showcase here in New York City for um, a small cabaret club called the Metropolitan Room, and they loved my voice. It was um, Bernie Sing Your Heart Out Showcase. Shout out to Bernie. <laughs> first fan, first fan, um, and his lovely wife, Joanne. They just loved my voice. And um, after I sang at their showcase, they offered me to be able to do an hour set at the Metropolitan Room. And I was totally blown away because I didn't know, you know, I didn't really know how it worked. I, I didn't know how um, to get a show and this was off off Broadway. This was on um, 22nd and um, in Broadway, actually. And so Jan, uh, July 6th, 2013, because I did the showcase in January. By July 6th, 2013, I did my very first Strength of a Woman, a Phyllis Hyman tribute starring Queen Diva. And interestingly enough, I had... 40 tickets sold, and the minimum was to to sell at least 30 tickets. So I did sell at least 40 tickets, um, but unfortunately, only 11 people showed up. And when I tell you, I was totally devastated. I was totally devastated. (laughs) I was so devastated. And in retrospect, it's so wild because I didn't really think in terms, but I had 40 ticket sales. You know, it wasn't until recently that I started reflecting on producing the show and, and thinking about about uh, Black History Month and Phyllis Hyman and all the wonderful soul R&B singers that I've loved over the years. And I was like, you know, but I'm a soul R&B singer. But I'm a, 
I'm an off-Broadway producer, but I'm a, you know, I contribute to black music, you know, with my with my tribute. And it didn't click. It just didn't click. And so as I, I remember when I was doing the show and I was sad, but I but I got over the sadness quickly because I loved what I was doing and I loved singing and I was singing with my BFF Ayanda Sunshine, who's also my vocal director for the show, and um, and we had our pianist and and we just went with it, you know, we just we rocked with the show. <laughs> and what was really lovely too is that we had. Uh, one of Phyllis Hyman, two, two of Phyllis Hyman's family members who actually came to the show. One came from Montclair, New Jersey. Her name is Vanessa Farley. Shout out to her. And another one was another uh, member, distant cousin, uh, I believe from Philly, but I can't recall her name. And um, I actually presented them with a letter that I had gotten from um, the mayor of New York, uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio and his wife, First Lady Sherlane McCray, uh, McCrary, and um, they supported the show because I was really adamant about making sure people understand that not only am I doing this tribute in honor of a musical legacy, but I also wanted to raise awareness for um, mental health awareness and suicide prevention um, because as I was researching Phyllis Hyman's life and her musical background, that's when I discovered that she had suffered from bipolar disorder. And that led to her uh, ultimately committing suicide in uh, on June 30th, 1995, which is just a few days away. So when I realized that was what was going on with Phyllis all those years and which led up to her, um, to her, her passing, um, it really stuck with me. It, it really struck a chord with me. And then I started to ask questions about my family and see if, you know, if I knew of anybody, if there was anyone in my family. And unfortunately, yes, I, I found out that my Uncle John Gary, who was a Vietnam vet, he had committed suicide once he came back from Vietnam. He just um, uh, post-traumatic um, syndrome from the war. Um, I'm sure I'm saying this wrong, but he had issues with adjusting to life after the war, after coming back from Vietnam War. And so he wound up committing suicide. And then I had another uncle who was in Vietnam War as well. Um, he attempted suicide. Um, but but thankfully, you know, thank God that he's alive. He's still alive, and um, he's now living in Houston. And And then, unfortunately, we had a cousin who had committed suicide um, like four years ago, about four years ago. He was 19, um, Nate Jr., Nate Keller Jr. He um, suffered from teen depression. And um, so it really struck a chord with me because my family did not talk about it. I had to ask questions. If I hadn't asked questions, I really wouldn't have known that that was even in close, you know, proximity of my family. And so the more that I read about Phyllis Hyman, more I read about bipolar disorder, I read about mental health, mental awareness, mental illness, everything. And then that's when I found out that First Lady Charlene is, um, she's the one who started the Thrive 
um, NYC movement here in New York, which is to help about uh, really give help to New Yorkers. And they even have a first aid certification program. It's called Mental Health First Aid uh, Mental Health Program. And I actually am certified. I'm actually certified within, but through the Thrive NYC program where I know information where I can recognize when someone has uh, a mental illness and how to talk to them and how to lead them towards getting help and counseling. So all of that was very important to me as I was learning more about Phyllis and I learned about my family. I realized I was so I was so connected to her in that way. And so every show that I do, I make sure that I share about that and I share about the importance of taking care of your mental health and, and the importance of understanding um, suicide prevention is still very necessary. And I'm also an advocate. I'm an advocate for mental health and for suicide prevention, and I make sure that I write my letters to my congressman, to my councilman, to my senator, you know, and I encourage others to do the same so that we can keep getting laws passed so that we could help one another with mental health and, um, and, and have the information needed about suicide prevention. So that's why this, this tribute is so much more to me than just singing her songs. Um, it's singing her songs, it's learning her music, her words, her lyrics, her um, her phrasing, and, and, and understanding how much she loved singing music and performing and traveling and being one-on-one with her audience. And, and it just struck a chord with me because that's how I feel. I love being on stage. I love sharing the gift that, that God has given me. And whether it's soul R&B or, or jazz or classical or, or gospel, whatever it is that the Lord leads me to sing, it's all love because God is love. And so every form of music is, is, is love. And those that are, you know, that, that create it and, and, and perform it, we have a duty to share our gift. It's, it's a duty. It's, we should never have a gift and not share it with the world. It, it, it's just a crying shame for those that don't. And, and if you're listening and you're, and you're stopping yourself because of fear, I want to encourage you today to release that fear because fear is not of God. And, and you release that emotion and to press forward on whatever it is that you really truly would love to do with your music, what you would love to do with your writing, you know, whatever your voice is and whatever it is that you truly would love to to do with your life, um, especially with music. Don't listen to the naysayers. Don't listen to your, uh, you know, family, friends, strangers, even yourself, and stopping you from sharing your gift of music because we need it, especially now. The world is so, um, I don't want to say evil, but... Um, it is, you know, it, it's so much turmoil, it's so much negativity, it's so many distractions, but music helps heal, you, music helps soothe, you, music helps inspire and encourage and empower, and so if you have the gift of music, whether it's writing songs, whether it's playing an instrument, whether it's singing, you know, I want to encourage you, really and truly encourage you to release within you to the world. Release it. Any means necessary, release it. Whether it's singing on a corner, singing in church, 
singing uh, in a choir, uh, a community choir, a professional choir, you know, uh, writing your songs, putting it on YouTube, you know, whatever way you can find to release the music that's in you, release it. Release it, release it, release it, whether it's doing a tribute like what I'm doing uh, with Philip Hyman Tribute or, um, you know, writing your own musical or writing your own songs to release your own album, I want to encourage you to share because someone in the world can be blessed by your work. Someone could be changed. Someone could be inspired. You know, um, I have to say when I watched the BET Awards and I heard um, producer, actor, philanthropist Tyler Perry give his speech, I was totally moved by that, totally moved because Here's a man who started from humble beginnings and, and had so many obstacles, but he pressed through. He pressed through homelessness. homelessness. He pressed through um, physical abuse and emotional abuse. He pressed through loneliness. He pressed through people, you know, naysayers and, 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 and having so much negativity. And he said that he had to do it. Like he had to do it. He had to release these ideas and these characters. They just had to be shared. And and look at him today. Look at him today. He's a billionaire, a billionaire, a black billionaire who owns his own movie studio that used to be a Confederate army base. That is amazing. You know, and there's nothing but God. You know, only God can change something around in in a matter of what a hundred years, hundred fifty years, it's that it's not even that long, you know. And for him to give that speech and and what really rung and struck a chord for me when he said, Own your own. Own your own. Whatever you're doing, own it. Don't have anybody else own what you created and what you have. And and I have to say, my Phyllis Hyman tribute is called Strength of a Woman, a Phyllis Hyman tribute starring Queen Diva. And I have been consistently producing this this show for the last six years in New York City. And I started off, off, off-Broadway, off-Broadway, off, off-Broadway, and actually had it on Broadway, the Broadway Supper Club at Feinstein's 54 Below on 50, um, 54th and... Broadway. So I am so glad that I took steps after all those years. And 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 you know and I, and I could kick myself for waiting so long, but I can't because I wasn't ready. You could only do things when you're ready. And but I'm so glad that I finally did it. I'm so glad that I just auditioned a pianist and asked my best friend, Ayanda Sunshine, will you sing background vocals and be my vocal director? And then asked my other BFF, um, Carrie Rice, to be my costume director, stylist. And excuse me, and then, you know, on and on and on. I just started asking different people that I knew and loved that loved me and what would support me and that had their own amazing gifts to contribute to my show. And here it is six years later. And, you know, the show is off-Broadway. We're going to be at the Triad Theater on July 6th, which is actually Phyllis Hyman's birthday. So this will be an actual true tribute to Phyllis Hyman's musical legacy because we'll be performing this, me, this time me, and Dan Furman, who's my pianist, 
was an amazing, amazing pianist um, at 6 p.m. And um, and I'd love for you to attend. If you're in the New York City area, you can just go to www.triadnyc.com and then just go to Ju- July 6th and you'll see my face, my lovely face. <laughs> Click on that and um, you can purchase your tickets. And tickets are $25. And what's really awesome is that I'm going to be actually singing for two hours. And that's unheard of in um, a lot of cabaret uh, clubs and and lounges and venues. But I really wanted to celebrate her. And this is going to be a birthday. I mean, we're going to actually do a birthday party slash concert. We're going to sing happy birthday. We're going to dance. We're going to um, do sing-alongs. I mean, the whole thing, because I want to truly celebrate with everyone uh, Phyllis Hyman's birthday and her music. And I'm going to be singing songs like Bet You By Golly Wild, What You Won't Do For Love. Um, I even found some songs that Phyllis Hyman did. She did song, uh, movie soundtracks for several movies. And um, I'm not going to really, you know, reveal which ones because I wanted to be surprised for the audience. But I was pleasantly surprised to to realize that she'd sing uh, on some of my favorite movies. And so, um, you know, that's what I'm going to do on July 6th. And what's really interesting is that the very first show I did was on July 6th, 2013, and only 11 people showed. And so now, here it is six years later, and on July 6th, we are about, I want to say, 30 tickets away almost 30 tickets away from being sold out. And I had sold out the show for the first time at the Triad Theater on May 18th last year, and I was overjoyed, totally overjoyed. And um, and I'd like to do it again. And I know that a lot of people are waiting to buy their tickets because it's on Fourth of July weekend. Although Fourth of July is during the week, a lot of people do their for um, the July parties on the weekend. For the July this year is on a Thursday, and so many people may or may not be able to do their cookouts on that day, and so they may do it on Saturday. But those of you who um, who don't have any plans or may stop at the cookout first and then come to the show, because the show is at 6 p.m. Eastern, and we would love to have you there. Me and Dan Furman, my pianist, we are going to sing and play and have a good time. And we really would love for you to be there. Now, if you're not able to attend, I want to encourage you to sponsor a ticket because there are some people that may want to attend and, and hadn't, you know, bought the ticket because there is a two-drink minimum. There is $25, but there's also a two-drink minimum requirement at the Triad Theater. And so times are tough. A lot of people are not able to do both. And so if you have it in your heart to support I want to highly encourage you to support the show by buying a ticket or two for someone who would love to attend who's in the greater New York City area. And let me know. You can inbox me at, um, actually you can email me at contact at queendivamusic.com. And you can let me know if you bought a ticket and you'd like to sponsor for someone in New York City. And I would gladly let that person know that you are the sponsor and also spotlight you on my social media. Because, you know, caring is sharing. And if you're not able to, you know, be there, but you still want to share and you still want to show that you care, 
then sponsor a ticket. Um, I know someone out there who would really would love to go because there's people out there who really just don't have money for entertainment, but they would love to go to this and, you know, may have money to decide to be able to do the drink or food minimum, but just may not be able to pay for the ticket. So if you would like to support and be a ticket sponsor, um, email me at contact at queendivamusic.com and let me know you, that you bought the ticket. And to buy the ticket, you go to www.triadnyc.com and then just go to the date July 6th and you'll see my lovely face and you just click on there and you buy the ticket. It really would be a beautiful thing if you're able to do it. And if you're not able to do it, I totally understand. Just share with someone and let them know that I'm doing this Phyllis Hyman tribute. And one last note before I end this um, episode. This will be my last performance for a few years in New York City. I want to step back and revise and, and you know, just restructure the show because ideally I truly would love to take this show on Broadway to actually have a Broadway run in maybe like two weeks or four weeks or eight weeks and and then be able to take it to bigger, larger venues like the Kennedy Center, Lincoln Center, you know, Radio City Music Hall. You know, these are my ultimate dreams to take this tribute to these various venues so that more and more people will be able to attend my show. This concert, there's only um, 110 tickets. And so with with a little bit more over 30 tickets left, we're almost sold out. But 110 is, is is a small, intimate crowd. Ideally, I'd like to have more and more people to be able to see me at one time. So that is the goal. So after this show on July 6th, then I will take a break and revamp, revise, renew, and um, and really get the show ready um, for Broadway, for Lincoln Center, for Kennedy Center, you know, for Jazz at Lincoln Center. You know, these major venues, I really truly believe that this tribute would work well, especially for those who are Phyllis Hyman tributes and long to hear her music on stage again. Because it's very rare that we see anything that's um, related to Phyllis or let alone hear on the radio or any of the, um, you know, online streaming, music streaming services. So I want to thank you all for listening today and taking the time to listen to me. And, um, And happy Black Music Month. And I hope that you've enjoyed this month and gone out to concerts and events and watched movies that that had black artists uh, performing or writing uh, or producing um, black music. And if you haven't, do it. You know, we still have a few days left. You know, we got four days left. <laughs> we got four whole days left of June. And so if you haven't, taking the time to enjoy Black Music Month, do it, you know, pull out, you know, if you have a vinyl, pull out your vinyl and play. Um, You can, oh, if those that still listen with CDs, you know, dust off your CD or, you know, get your phone, your iPhone or your your Android and and download, you know, there's many, many mediums to, to, to listen, Spotify, YouTube, you name it. 
um, I really want to encourage you to listen to black music. We got this month for a reason, you know, to celebrate all the music that has been created and even music that's to come. And those of you that have been sitting and waiting, and I just want to really reiterate this, you've been sitting and waiting and not really working on your music. I want to encourage you today to do it. And don't let money be an issue for you not to create. It all starts with you writing your music down and then just singing your music or playing your music into your phone. Or even nowadays, videotape it and put it on YouTube. You never know we'll hear you. They have amazing shows now like Songland where they're actually helping young songwriters get connected to major music stars to get their music heard and played. So, and I'm talking to myself too because it's been years that I've been working on it. There's been years that I've been working on this Phyllis Hyman tribute, but I haven't been working on my original music. So I definitely want to announce that as well today, that on Black History Month, one of the last few days of Black History Month, that I'm going to commit myself to actually working on original music. There's a lot of songs that I have inside of me and songs that I've written since college that I've never recorded. And so I'm going to make the commitment today to start on my music and and those of you that are listening right now, I want to encourage you to do the same. So you can email me at contact at queendivamusic.com. Let me know if you're writing music and keep me posted because I want to encourage and support you as well. Again, I'm going to be performing July 6th at the Triad Theater. Go to www.triadnyc.com and go to July 6th. You'll see my lovely face. Buy a ticket, either for yourself or someone else. It's going to be an amazing night. I thank you all for listening, and I want to encourage you again to listen to black music, support black music, enjoy Black Music Month. And um, and if you haven't listened to Phyllis Hyman, get on any of those those mediums and listen to Phyllis Hyman's music. So I bid you love, laughter, and light. I'm Queen Diva, and have an amazing day. Bye-bye.